Hello and welcome to the All Strong Podcast. Today's episode, uh, the question comes thanks to Calvin Smith for his question on Facebook, which is how do you overcome a training plateau? If you'd like to submit a question of your own, please uh, send it to me on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me via at ESStrengthCoach. And also email me at ethan at all-strong.com. My website is obviously all-strong.com as well there. On my website, you'll find more information about my coaching services, prices and details. Also notes from every podcast episode there as well. So check all of that out. Um, I've also got a 10% discount link for Power Fitness Clothing. So head over there to get grab some money off your gym wear next time you're ordering something. But for anybody who doesn't know me, I'm a level four strength conditioning coach with a background in a number of different sports. My real passion kind of lies in anatomy and physiology which is the kind of backdrop to personal training and, and strength and conditioning coaching. The whole aim of this podcast is to try and share the passion with anatomy and physiology with you and hopefully help you develop your knowledge and uh, sort of advance your training to the next level. The other aim of this show is to be nice and short, so I'll try and keep things as brief as possible unless there's something uh, nice and deep for us to get into. Um, from Realistically, I hope that you can put this on in the car when you're on the way home from work and you'll be done in time to get home. If anything comes up in this episode which you'd like to chat about, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Um, I'm always happy to go through anything uh, in future episodes or anything like that, or you can always ask me a question that I can answer again in future. But aside from all that, time to get on to this week's question, which is how do I overcome training plateaus? Now, training plateaus, for those of you who might not know, is when is, is a time or a time or period when you reach a point in your program training general routine exercise regime uh, basically when you stop making progress things kind of flatten out you don't seem to keep going further it's a completely normal thing to happen but it pretty much always leads to frustration um, and fear in a lot of cases as well because you start to believe you're doing something wrong um, and in a lot of cases it can lead to people giving up altogether in, in extreme cases but it's not something to get tangled up in though because plateaus basically just indicate multiple things um multiple different possibilities that may have come you may have come into contact with the most common of these is that your body is just adapted to the stress that you've been presenting it with um, like we've spoken about in the past your body needs to be pre presented with stress in order to adapt and grow but um, what i've not mentioned before is that while intensity volume rest speed um, and any other number of variables can contribute to stress the the training method itself can also be adapted to, so your regime can be adapted to as well. So meaning that after a given length of time, your body can end up not being tested enough by your actual style of training because it's your body's become used to it and doesn't find it stressful or difficult enough anymore to have to adapt to it. But if you're in this group, um, so the one that's, that's, that's adapted to your training style, then you've fortunately kind of got the much easier edge of the sword that is uh, training plateaus. Um, instead of taking time out or anything like that, you're probably just going to have to benefit or you will actually, sorry, benefit most from changing things up and continuing on at the same level. So maybe swap out some exercises in favor of others, uh, challenge your stability by eliminating machines from your sessions, maybe take away stability and test your raw force by adding machines into your sessions. You know, you can experiment with the, the speed of your reps, your rest time, average tonnage of an entire session. Your possibilities are realistically endless. Um, but the important thing to do is to change what you do. Uh, take a wild card approach to your training and kind of give your body something unusual to react to. Turn it into turn that into a routine, basically, and soon you'll kind of find yourself on the road to progress again. The case is also 
for this case, sorry, is also valid for people who've been using the same 12 week plan they bought from a website. Um, and don't worry, I've been there as well. And just they'll just repeat it five times in a row, hoping that it'll keep providing the same results each time. You know, if, if you keep doing that, you're going to adjust to it. You're not going to keep getting the same results because your body's used to the way that it makes you train. So try buying another program from somewhere else to change the training layout and the overall stimulus. And you'll pretty quickly notice a change. Alternatively, hire a coach to write a program specifically for your needs and abilities. Um, that's always an option as well. So if you're not, uh, yeah, if you're not in the group though, that's adapted to the training style, then you're in a little bit more of a pickle here. And uh, as we push uh, through our journey towards maximizing our performance, we grow ever closer to doing exactly that, achieving our maximal potential. If any of us were ever to do that, we'd discover that there's a limitational ceiling over our heads if we get high enough. And I don't think everyone has ever actually made it that far. So I don't think you can actually live long enough to do that, but you can get pretty high up there. And there are plenty of people throughout history who've made it into the advanced end of their performative sort of curve. Uh, and when they get up to that level, they'll they start to show the same signs. I'll put a diagram or two on my podcast notes so you can check this out on my website. So, But try and sort of just visualize it along with me as usual. So when you start training, you've got all this space between where you are now, which presumably would be zero if you've just started, and where your true potential lies, which it would be 100. If you were to plot it on a graph, uh, which I'll, yeah, you'll see on, on online, and you'll see that the beginning of your training journey, the whole graph ahead of you is white, empty space to be filled. Um, so naturally, when you begin to train, your performance level shoots up and kind of aims for the ceiling really, really quickly. And the, the closer you get, uh, the more your performance starts to level out and the less you can proportionally increase. So if you think of it this way, uh, say you can you can maybe improve your performance if it was, say, in a hypo hypothetical situation, a score out of 100 at any one time. Um, 100 describing your full athletic ability overall, so everything you could possibly do. Obviously impossible, but we're, we're just being, we're being general here. But say it's able to improve by 50% of your remaining potential every year. So that 50% is going to be smaller, a smaller quantifiable amount of performance every year, right? You know, it's it's nowhere exactly, well, it's obviously nowhere near exactly what happens, but it's a good visualizer for how this kind of thing works. Every time you get closer to your potential, the room you have left to improve grows smaller, ultimately lessening the extent to which you can continue improving, you know, as time goes on. So in line with this, the stimulus you need to employ in order to improve during these later stages becomes more and more difficult to pin down and then achieve. You know, your body's adapted to so much that it really needs something special and very specific to push whatever for well, to push for whatever comes next. You know, your recovery also becomes harder and it can take much longer as well. So more and more factors of your training have to change as you get closer and closer to your maximum potential. But getting to the point um, of having to make such drastic changes takes years though. You know, most athletes in professional fields don't even end up making it that far, um, you know, that far along the, the, the journey to their maximum potential. That nobody, you know, a lot of people, I'd say, I don't know what what percentage, but very, very few people make it to that advanced, very, very advanced level. Um, it's very difficult and requires a very long time of specific and committed, consistent work in order to keep pushing yourself to that point. Um, think about working like a seasoned pro you know anybody generally my assumption is you know any of us listening training anywhere between one to ten years if at all some people might not have trained been training very long at all these are people who train for 10 15 20 25 and in some cases maybe even 30 years so you've got to think about the mindset of that person 
and you know the level of dedication they will have had to achieve or um, sorry employ to continue training for that length of time but what you'll have to deal with as you grow through your training are the occasional signs that you've put up um, or you've pushed up into higher echelon of performance because while we're not thinking like an advanced trainee we are having to consider what our bodies need uh, when they start climbing high enough on the performance curve that the line starts to flatten out a bit it'll probably frighten you more than anything else when it first happens you know you'll feel a bit unsure of why your progress is slowing down then maybe you'll push harder to the point of maybe overtraining too much and you'll start to feel scared of why you hurt a lot more and still can't make progress even though you're training more but it's it's okay because if you think about what you've been achieving so far you should be pretty impressed as an as a novice we call them you know somebody in the in the, the early stages of their training realistically you've got to accept the fact that you won't keep improving at that same rate forever you know you've just started you've spent a few months maybe even a year training and you've shot up and you, you know, realistically, you're not going to always do that. Nobody does that. So you become you've become tempered to your stimulus, and it's now becoming harder to produce an adequate stress or an adequate stimulus to move any more adaptation in your body. And because the stress events have to be more significant, your recovery will then have to be more significant as well. And this is where programming comes in. You know, generally, it's important for everyone to try and train to a program right from the beginning of their journey. But most people don't, which is why they find themselves in trouble when plateaus do actually hit. Um, and at this point, I am, I'm kind of sorry to say this, but your best bet is to speak to a coach. You know, because without studying the ins and outs of programming and periodization and, and progressive overload, you're not going to be anywhere near as likely to build something for yourself unless you speak to someone with a knowledge of how you're going to train. And it's a bit of a bombshell, obviously, but... Before you tune out in disappointment, I want to explain to you a bit more about programming so you know why it's more important to speak to a professional when it does come time uh, for you to need one. And before you think I'm trying to sell you into a training plan, I'll put links to some good budget online training program providers that I know uh, that I know work and that I know provide good material in the podcast notes. So check those out online and you'll see just how serious I am about this information. So obviously feel free to speak to me if you do need programming, but this is a place for information first and foremost. Uh, programming basically is able to keep on top of what you're managing in the gym and adjust for anything that crops up to affect your training. You're not being able to keep up with the numbers prearranged for you will signify basically that you're not quite balancing the stress and recovery properly. And if your program has been going on for a number of months before this kind of thing happens, then you'll know that a change is in store and that a new approach has to be taken or your coach will or whoever happens to be writing your program. So to overcome a plateau, a training program... We're talking generally in the sense that you've reached the upper level of maybe the novice or the intermediate level and you need something more complex. A training program will take you further from the idea that stress events can occur in one day of training. Later in a performance career, to avoid putting too much pressure on the body in one go, it becomes necessary to provide a stressor to the body in the form of a number of days or weeks of cumulative work. Volume, weight, frequency, timing, among all those other things have to be considered and drawn away from the original setup of one compound or muscle group per day uh, with a rest day in between those. Um, and you sort of have to think about recovery being timed between sessions of the same stimulus because it now takes longer to bounce back from bigger accumulations and bigger stress events. So the idea of cycling training over seasons becomes more important and we think or begin to look at training um, weeks and months or cycles, so we macro cycles, meso cycles, micro cycles, which we could go into another time if, if you want to look more at that. Um, we look at these instead of training days, which a lot of people do um, towards the beginning of their training. And this is why 
another reason why I'm so against the idea of always training super hard or always training super heavy, because um, this is where it falls on its face again. So try as you might, you're not going to pass, you are, sorry, you are going to pass the threshold where your body's going to need a new approach. It's just the way the physiology works. Um, and the time you're allocating for your body to recover when it needs this new stimulus just isn't enough. So while you're training every day like a phase of training, your body will be requiring you to use each day as a contributing, you know, so instead of you're treating each day as an individual stimulus where your body is kind of going, no, that's not going to work anymore because the stimulus is too high. We need a lot more time to recover. But when it's trying to recover, you're providing it with another very heavy stimulus again. You're, you're thinking in two opposite sort of frames there. You're, you're going towards one way. Your body wants a longer term type thing. That's what it needs in order to, to adjust. Um, so instead of each day being a contributing fragment of a much longer phase, every day is just one big stress event that you can't really handle overall. So if you keep on doing this, you're just going to enter a bout of overtraining like we talked before, and you'll find yourself sort of suffering for your efforts instead of benefiting. But training, yeah, training does have to be hard to be effective though. And as you get better, it has to by nature get harder, um, which sounds like it can... can contradicts what I said a minute ago, but you'll see as I go just how that isn't necessarily the case. But eventually training harder goes past the realm of simply pushing harder or lifting heavier. And it becomes a game of planning, thinking and carefully considering what you're doing in the long term. Um, even though you might just be a casual trainer, you're whenever you're training for a long time, you become more like an athlete because you are training for a long time to achieve longer term goals and more consistent rewards from your training. And you eventually you will find yourself having to train like an athlete because of that. So if you feel like you're in a position like this one and you need to start looking at the bigger picture of your training uh, and then start looking at the transition from daily workouts into long-term programs. So not, not every day is a stimulus anymore. Every day is a piece of a phase that is a stimulus unto itself. Um, if you want to try and get into more detail about this kind of thing in your own training, speak to me. Or, or any of the contact methods, uh, sorry, with any of the contact methods mentioned at the top of the show. And I'll help you look into building something with a better idea of the future in mind. Um, and that's kind of, I guess, as a segue from this point, I am currently building a series of different training cycles to integrate into my the Nudge client at, app, which I'll tell you guys more about in, in future. Um, so I can help people on a budget gain access to more athletic styles of training with phases and cycles instead of just those big, overtraining single days of work. So stay tuned for news on those things being released. And if you want to ask me anything or suggest anything that you would like to be offered by something like that, do get in touch with me. Um, yeah, feel free to speak to me about any of that. But yes, programming is hard, but I'm more ha more than happy to help you um, and more than prepared as well to help you structure something for yourself or even build something for you uh, so you can advance your training into that next echelon of performance. Hopefully this episode clears up a few fears and uncertainties for everyone listening um, because I know that plateaus can be scary when you don't expect them. Uh, and as always, if there's anything you want to go into more detail about, do get in touch with me. If you want to ask me more questions based on this, again, just suggest them online. Um, yeah, check out the notes on allstrong.com. If you have any questions, please send them my way. Just, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Same as always, and I will see you next week. <laughs>